There's a lot to uncover here, though. Okay, what's next for Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks? And I would love to do the honors here to kick us off, right? Because I think for me, before I even make my way into the Bucks side of things, I do have to acknowledge greatness when I see it. And I know a lot of people, you know, on podcasts and radio shows, they're going to come at the Bucks, and deservedly so. They deserve everything coming their way, especially coming their way from me in a few minutes. But I do want to take time to acknowledge greatness, and that's Jimmy Butler and what he's been doing, man. For me, right, the fact of the matter is he just seems to have this aggression in the playoffs that's different from the regular season, right? Mm-hmm. It'll take about one to two threes in the regular season. Mm-hmm. In these playoffs, five to six, rather he'll make half of them. Like his aggression is beyond me. And I think we have been robbing him of superstar label status because just like how we talk about any sport, right? Because we always got something to say as fans, we know that nothing is going to be perfect, but we always have complaints, right? In the NBA, what warrants a suspension, right, of, of a flagrant two? Like, what warrants it, right? When we saw all the suspensions that happened or lack thereof, what's the difference there? Get it together, Adam Silver, right? We always got something to say, right? Low management, Adam Silver, we always got something to say, right? And UFC, boxing, what's a 10-8 round, right? Be clear on that. You always got something to say. But we as fans, we determine who's a superstar and who's a star. So we should take responsibility and know our own criteria of what is a superstar because to me it's not about regular season i give a damn i don't give a damn about the regular season i don't it's about the playoffs right what determines it do you have to win a championship well there's some guys that are known as superstars who haven't won a championship so what is it if it's about playoffs and what you do around this time in the nba calendar then jimmy butler needs to be known as a superstar with all due respect and if nobody gonna say it it's gonna be me Okay, and I'm going to do that. And the Miami Heat, we also have to give them credit for just playing better basketball. I mean, look at this right here. I got some stats that I want to share because it was posting like a 112.3 offensive rating during the regular season. They upped that to 119.0 points per 100 possessions against the Bucks' top five defense, right? They also shot 34% from three over 82 games. And in the playoffs in this series, round one, they have shot. 45% in the first round, which is the best of any team in the postseason. So they have been playing better basketball, and they really caught the Milwaukee Bucks off guard. I really think they felt that they was going to win the series in five. They ended up getting hit with a right that they didn't see. And that's why we are here talking about them right now. So as I proceed to them, what needs to happen over here? What's next? I think it starts with the obvious. You have to let go of Mike Budenholzer. He has to go. This was one of the worst first rounds I have ever seen. Disastrous on all accounts. And I understand, Giannis, I saw that speech that he gave, that little Malcolm X, I have a dream speech. And you know what? I think he did a good job of, you know, kind of shooting down expectations that we have on these athletes, right? We don't let them breed. But it really can't wipe away what I just saw, right? And anything you say cannot Literally make me forget what I just saw. I mean, Mike Budenholzer was terrible. His X's and O's adjustments, his game management in this um game six um was terrible. Literally. Um, excuse me, game five was terrible. And when you think about it, right? Let's go to the last sequences. Miami goes on this run in the fourth quarter, no timeout to stop the run. What are you, Phil Jackson? He always used to do that. He always used to be like, I'm gonna let y'all play y'all way back in the game. Nah, y'all about to go home, bro. 
No timeouts there. The last play, the game-tying field goal made by Jimmy Butler. Why is your best rim protector, Brooke Lopez, down the floor? Why? Okay. Then after that, you may want to call a timeout to advance the ball. And then Giannis. Oh, my gosh. Giannis, man. I love the dude, man. I really do. 10 for 23 at the free throw line. I thought we left that. When we saw you in the finals, when you made your free throws at a consistent clip, that that was gone. Um, clearly not. 10 for 23 was terrible. And remember that play? Um, I forgot it was at the end where they had the jump ball. He got rid of that ball like a hot potato. He got rid of that ball like a hot potato. I mean, they literally shrunk. And it was a choke job. Mm -hmm. So I still think that a core of Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis is a championship contender. You can win a championship clearly with that trio. But something's got to go. And the first person that got to go is Mike Budenholzer. So that's my take. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Miami Heat for pulling out that series. They were definitely heavily underdogs in that series. No one anticipated them getting out even to play in after they lost their home game against Atlanta um, and pushing this far into which is looking like a nice historic run for Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. I think outside of them shooting well, I think you have to give Jimmy Butler all the praise for their offense flourishing the way it is without Tyler Hero with Victor Oladipo going out. They don't really have much weapons out there, and Jimmy Butler's willing them um, in victory. Um, he's currently averaging 38 points per game in the playoffs. Um, that is ridiculous, ridiculously high. He's on a historic run, and, uh, you know, as a basketball fan, you cherish moments like these because you see these type of historic moments in live, and you're just like, damn, we're witnessing something spectacular. Shout out to him. Um, transitioning over to Milwaukee. It's tough to gauge what's next for them because even if you fired a head coach, who do you replace him with? Who do you bring in? Players-wise, who do you let go of? Who do you retain? There's a lot of rumors that Chris Middleton's on the way out. True Holiday may be on the way out. It's really no one. And I think what's next for Giannis may be something he may not want to do, which is leave Milwaukee. Um, I think it's time. it's a possibility that the time has ran its course. There's no way this team gets any better after winning that championship. There's no, it only gets worse from there. You know, and you can't, there's not really somebody that's available for the Bucks to get that would make them back to their regime of uh, NBA champions off the rim. It's, it's not likely. And if they're already talking about firing Budenholzer, then you have to look at changing that entire roster completely because you don't know who can replace Budenholzer as coach right now as currently constructed and put them back into the promised land. I think Budenholzer has been a coach who's really good at game adjustments, but for whatever reason, this year was not it for him. Throughout the entirety of the year, I think this year, if I'm not mistaken, was the worst defensive year he's had under the um, the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. I believe they ranked 14th or 15th this season um, since he's taken over. And um, I think it was a lot of different things that just happened with Giannis injuries, guys not playing on the court, Going into the playoffs, guys, when Giannis took that fall, that injury was devastating, and that you saw that Giannis, he tried to will them back into a, a, a promised land. But I think next for them is just blowing it all up because I don't know how you try to get back to the promised land if you're not going to get a win-now coach and get the roster ready. 
I mean, if I had any coaching suggestions, I'm not sure what's going over there with um Nick Nurse and the Raptors, but maybe that's a hire that they can um you know kind of finesse over there. I think that'd be a good look. He won a championship, so he knows what it takes. Um, I think when you talk about Mike Boonhoser, you know, I think when you look at his resume of his nine playoff appearances, he has been eliminated four times by lower seeds. So he has a history of choking. And that's just a fact. That's a statistical fact right there. Also, I'm not sure if I'm ready to just blow everything up. You know, I think we play this game too much in the NBA where, you know, you're going to have moments where, you you know, you're going to go on a run and, and compete for a championship, but you're not going to win it every year. I just find it hard to believe that everybody wants to blow this up when they was predicting them to come out. Like, seriously, right? Everybody made the excuse last year. If Chris Middleton doesn't go down, then Boston is not going to the finals. I heard that so many times, especially on this show. Especially on this show, right? Oh, if, if Middleton doesn't go down, they are not going to beat Boston. I think Zay told me that, if I'm not mistaken, if I want to be more direct, right? And then everybody's saying, oh, they're the favorites. You know, they got the depth and everything, and they're going to steamroll Miami. And they choked under the pressure. It's simple. Move on. Get better. Yes, fire the coach. I think you should fire the coach, right? Because he got to go. You have to make up for this. And normally, you know, that's the name of the game. When you choke like this and collapse like this, chances are the coach is going to go, right? When the clip is choked in that bubble, who went? Doc Rivers, adios, amigos. You got to go. Somebody got to go here. And that's Mike Bortenhoser. But I do believe that Drew Holiday, especially amongst his peers, he is recognized as one of the most underrated players, if not the most underrated player in the NBA. He's recognized. We all know Giannis is recognized as the best player in the world. Our great Chris Middleton has got his flowers as a number two option. So you have a core there. The East is still the East. Feast, come back next year, right? Like Giannis said, and that's the one thing I agree with Giannis. You're not going to win it every year. Jordan didn't even win it every year. You choked. It was, uh, I can't breathe, I'm choking. But come back next year and run it back and get better. And that's why I'm going to leave it. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. You've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.